Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. I'm Spoke affiliated from the city of gyms. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This yeah. is episode- Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome man welcome what's up what's up, what's up hops and stocks what's popping man i gotta finish yeah. my intro first man <laughs> uh, <laughs> right in my bad go ahead yeah. oh yeah our <laughs> guest for today our guest he's for today. off go his ahead. game go ahead, no. this is episode 71 uh we will have a special guest this evening uh mrs i believe kathy gray who's a motivational speaker as well as entrepreneur uh we look for her to join us here in a few minutes um as y'all can see mr Wilson is can is not with us tonight um hey but you give me though man i mean yeah. damn <laughs> i'm swap, back swap one man swap, we'll swap one. out <laughs> we'll swap out man you know what i'm saying i think mr Wilson is can is probably somewhere oyster hunting I'm saying, hey man, I I, I keep meaning to text y'all uh the, the new oy spot uh that opened up down here closed down so quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard about that downtown. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Vito didn't even get a chance to try the oyster. Right, he could he, he couldn't go rock his oyster <laughs> his oyster. They had bad health numbers, man. Or I I don't, I don't know. The, the crazy thing is, uh, the dude who owns it is a Nashville cat, and he had a a high-end French restaurant too, and they both closed at the same time. So I don't know yeah. if he ran out of bread or what. I mean, it was like he wasn't even open that long, and both shut down at the same time. So I don't know if it was a money thing. Yeah, it sound like passing out bad oyster, man. He's serving up bad oyster. <laughs> yeah, man. Bad <laughs> oyster and, and bad escargot. Right. Uh, what he did, what he failed at, he should have hired Dub as his consultant. You know, right. Get the finest oyster. <laughs> 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 yeah, nah, nah, these oysters ain't right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> these ain't from the Atlantic, man. I don't know where you got these. <laughs> Where'd you say you got these oysters from? <laughs> are these, are hey, these oysters from Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I know my oysters. These are not from the Atlantic. <laughs> these inland oysters. Right. Are these uh, East Palestine? Oh, oh, man. I knew you was going. I was about to go there. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I knew he was going. <laughs> that's the uh, worst kind of oyster right there. Well, that's a. Hey. <laughs> We got to beware, man. We got to be aware of what's going on with our water right now with East Palestine, oh, Palestine, whatever it's called. It's, it's I, weird. It's weird that Ohio has a city called East Palestine, man. right? <laughs> but it's the East, so it must be a regular Palestine, <laughs> or, or, or a West, or a West. Right. <laughs> Go beans, man. Um, I'm at a, I'm at a loss. Who do I kick it to, man? Well, Who's... let let me go last, man, because I. I have a stout, and I forgot to let it rest for a second, so it's real cold. So I'll go last. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I, I think I can stand in for my guy, man. Yeah, let's kick it down to uh, Mister What's Not in this can. Bless. <laughs> you got Am my... I allowed to use his catchphrase while he's not here? Sure, man. All right, all right. Man, so, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, you sound better. You sound better at it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mad tree. It says number eleven tree search. Black India Pale Ale, so IPA. Um, and E, this is a one that kind of speaks to the idea that you had about r- being real clear on the can about what you're drinking in, as far as hops. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, it's got three hops listed. Um, it's got Citra, Simcoe, and Amarillo. And it, and it has the Simcoe mark. So I don't know if that means the other two aren't in there or maybe the Simcoe is really, really the highlight. And then as far as malts, um, it says Brewer's Malt and Carafa Special Type 1. Um, and then it's got Extra Special, Black Malt, Caramel, and Chocolate Malt. And then it's got the yeast also. It's called American Ale. So like, you know, at the bottom, it really gives you, I guess, everything that they put in the joint. Can looks pretty cool. Uh, let me see. Yeah, at the bottom, you can kind of see where they list the ingredients and put the marks on it. Um, Is Mad Tree typically in 16s? Good, good question. I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, I was about to say, when you held it up, I'm like, I'm used to seeing them in 12s. Yeah, and I, I mean, the can really caught me, not because it was a 16, but the can just caught me off the bat. I was like, man, this is different from Mad Tree. And maybe, maybe subconsciously, I was thinking of the 16. I didn't even really consider it, but maybe that's why it stood out. Uh, and then when I picked it up, I was like, oh, man, yeah, this is exactly what uh, he was talking about. Uh, it's got an ALC of 7.2. Um, says they're on a quest to find the best IPA recipes around explore with us as we journey through flavorful combinations of hops, yeast, malt um, and even water to discover the next best thing this series is limited release when you find it be sure to get it well I got it yeah I know for sure those three hops right there are ones that I've identified that I like in, in IPAs okay and I mean you know I think the other thing that caught my attention was a black IPA so Here's an IPA that's black. And that's that's two weeks in a row for me. I think last week I had a black milkshake IPA and now a, a black uh, straight up IPA. Definitely uh, gives you all that hop smell like a normal IPA. Welcome in, Kathy. It's just so weird looking at, at IPAs and they black, man. Definitely hoppy. Um, it ain't a bad hoppy, though. Uh, I don't see any ibu number on this joint but and you know i would venture to say that it's probably up there on the scale um i do like it it seems like it's a little fuller than a normal ipa so that's something i like about it and i i can't really distinguish the hops and the malts but you can tell that it's definitely got uh some hoppiness to it so with all that being said, I think I would give this a four and a quarter, man. It's a it's a little bit different than your everyday IPA. It's kind of cool seeing it being dark um, as we go here. And I like the taste. So four and a quarter for Mad Tree. That's number 11, Tree Search. I might, uh, I might have to continue on the Tree Search journey, man, since they said it's a series. See what else they got. Cool beans, man. I'm going to pick it up since Doug got the stout. Um want to let Kathy know we, we're in the second uh, review so just sit back I know you don't drink beer <laughs> that is my sister-in-law man I, I oh, she, she got a little something though little something. <laughs> no it's ginger beer ginger beer, oh, ginger oh, beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw a little vodka and some lime make a Moscow mule <laughs> no thank you <laughs> hey um so I got this 450 North they're out of Indiana um, yeah I've heard of them I've had a couple of theirs. I can't remember. Let me see the city. Columbus, Indiana. Mm. Um, it's a brew that I've actually, or a brewery, that I've actually been wanting to make it to. Uh, they do slushies. Well, right. Um, so this is called Tropical Fruity Flakes. Um, and this is 
5.3 on the ABV. And it's a smoothie style sour ale with lime, papaya, peach, pineapple, and passion fruit. Um, Sounds good. I saved the crack just so we could see if it's slushy consistency. And it looks pretty clear. Yeah, it looks pretty. Well, now there we go. Now we get some sediment. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. There's that OJ. All right, so tip, if you ever get one of these, I would suggest rolling it before opening it um, so the sediment gets mixed in um, instead of just coming out all at the bottom like, like you see. But, yeah, man, this mug looks like papaya juice. What's the verdict? Oh, man. <laughs> Fire? Buddy. Yeah. This don't. This don't taste like beer at all. This tastes like just fire juice. Um, you do get some of the carbonation that's giving off some of that that beer zing, but oh uh, yeah, it's it's nailing everything. You're getting the lime, the papaya, peach, pineapple, and passion fruit. Um, I think y'all would rock with it because it's not uh, seriously sour. Yeah, I'd rock um, with that. Yeah, it's, it's actually, a, I'm not getting much, like, a, a sour at all. Well, you're getting some from the line. Um, but, yeah, I think y'all would rock with this joint for sure. Um, this joint's a fire. I've had those before. I, I I reviewed them a couple of times when we were doing the, um, when we were doing more of the pictures. I've mm -hmm. had a couple of those. I think I heard, I think I heard a, a top-notch grade coming out. Yeah, this is a five, man. Um, man. Tropical Fruity Flakes, Slushy Double XL, man. Um. I'm mad that I only picked up one. I probably gotta go back and buy some. Yeah, man. If you go back, grab me one. Let me, let me, let me be me up front. And I, these joints ain't cheap. I think these was either ten or eleven dollars a can. For um, one, wow. Yeah, and I grabbed. I think I got three other ones, either two or three other ones. Um, just because at my spot, I heard they've been they've been selling out. So I was like, man, let me grab what they got, um, or at least one of everything that they got. Well, not everything, but. Once I started seeing that price tag, I was like, ooh. But yeah, <laughs> this fire, man, we got to take a trip up to Columbus, Indiana. I don't believe it's too far from no, not or anything like that. Uh, it's a five for me, man. I'm sliding to my visual left. Doug, what you got, man? Yeah. Well, going back to yours, um, Big Carib, one of his good friends brought back, I guess he visited because I guess they have a time where you can pick up right from the distributor. Mm -hmm. and he, he brought back for a little cookout, man. He had a Cooler full of those uh, slushy joints. Oh, okay, most From of the them same spot. Yeah, most of them are pretty good. Um, I have a, a Listerman Honor of Black History Month, Black Future. I, I'm not sure if y'all have reviewed this. Or not, no, I've seen the can a, a bunch before, but never. Yeah, picked it's a uh, it's a stout, so I'm messing with fire a little bit with the lactose. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, uh, you know, I gotta take my glasses off. <laughs> been a long time since we've seen the glasses. Hey, one of, it's one of those things, man. <laughs> it's a pastry stout with uh, bullseye candies, caramel, marshmallow, and lactose. Hmm. 7.5. The lactose is going to get me, but it's, it's worth it for tonight. Since we have our special guest, my sister-in-law. I should never had you on. I'm, am I going to regret this? Hopefully I'm not going to regret <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, it says, no one person is born great. Great people become great while others are sleeping. That's an African proverb. Oh, okay. Can dig it? Yeah, so let's uh, glasses back on. 
<laughs> it's got to be a t-shirt, man. I got to take my glasses off to read. <laughs> or no, I think it's going to take my glasses off to see. <laughs> you see the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, make, I'm about to make up a word. The quotation. Man, usually when it makes that kind of like that rose gold rim, them is usually yeah. good They're usually what? They're usually good stouts when it has okay. that little yeah. rose gold kind of rim. It's it's a little um a little cold, right? So it may not give me what I want this first tip, this first sip, but once we finish, I should be able to review it again. Oh, that's good, man. The nose, I mean, just going by the nose, you get like the candy and the marshmallow off the nose. And on the first sip, you're getting the little candies. I mean, I don't know what type of candies they're putting in. They just said candies. Yeah, they said but, something uh, about it. Yeah. But this this is nice, man. Even as chilled as it, as it is right now, it's still a good stout. Um, mm, That's good. I'm gonna pay for it because I, I guess I, I guess I'm tasting the lactose too. But um, that's four and a half, man. I mean, just to get right at it, Listerman did a nice job on this one. Yeah, man. I I, I want to get my hands on some of the some of their like limited stuff. Um, mm. I feel like when when you see some of the releases they do, they they really sound good, and I, I know that they're a quality brewery. Um, and I, we we stopped yeah. by and got a few items, and some of them were kind of hit or miss. But yeah, I know they have like a, a couple of different bottle clubs or whatever, and might be a good idea for us to join one or whatever, just so we can get our hands on some of the other stuff they put out. Yeah, people talk about Listerman down here, man. Like I've been um, to some, like some some brew releases and people have like pulled out Listerman and obviously it's not distributed down here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, they out well. There's a cat, uh, that, that comes on the radio once a week. And I, I think he said that, you know, whoever is the guy at Listerman, I'm not sure if he's still there. Um, but whoever was the main guy at Listerman, I, I guess he really was integral into the beer culture here and kind of teaching different breweries, how to go about making brew. So there, there's somebody out there that's, you know, kind of mastered the craft. I can dig it. Yeah. Um, one last thing. What was I going to say? Oh, I mean, and full transparency, man, I believe this beer has been in my refrigerator since <laughs> last, last oh, February. I mean, I mean, that's the good thing about the stout, yeah. man. You know, it can, the it can live for a while. Yeah, you a lot yeah. of them you can get out to about five years, uh, depending on what they, what all they got in there. Yeah, I had uh, I had I had my wife looking at the beer like just check the numbers to see if if I'm good. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's his beer. Beer really doesn't go bad. I mean, I know the whole thing about being skunk sometimes, but when we look that up, skunk is when the beer is um, in light or warm weather. That's when it gets skunk. Yeah, yeah. What's so, the uh, ABV on that, Doug? Seven point five. Seven point five. Okay. Yeah. That'd be my only knock. Yeah, yeah. Only knock. I like the double digits on the on the stouts. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up the beer section and reintroduce our guests. We have Kathy Gray, who is also Doug's sister in law. Correct. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kathy is a motivational speaker. An entrepreneur, 
Um, we want to welcome you to the Hops and Stocks podcast. I think you're on mute. No, can you hear me? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I'm here. Thank welcome, you so Kathy. much. Thank, thank you so thank much. You just, thanks for thanks for not backing out. I, I just knew I was going to get a text message saying, Doug. You know what? Let, let me text you real quick. No, thank <laughs> you. No, uh, Doug uh, has been my brother-in-law almost 20 years. Wow. Uh, great family, and uh, we decided to keep him, so yeah. thanks all right miss cat mrs kathy um we had we have your bio here it's a a lengthy one so i'll allow you to summarize it for us and give us some some detail on your background um what you got going on okay basically i'm originally from california um i'm actually doug toller's uh sister-in-law married his older brother uh i'm actually born and raised in texas um, I actually majored in marketing and I am the first female to hold the ISO security compliance for the government. First ever black woman to pass the test. So I'm IS security, uh, ran major data centers, uh, ran for some major car corporations. Unfortunately, I can't mention, worked for some major, um, how can I say it, uh, aerospace location. So I've been pretty much 27 years in the technology field. So I'm more of one of the high-end hackers. Uh, I had a team I managed that was actually overseas. I had about 47 individuals that worked for me. And uh, I made some moves that women was actually told that they could not do. And I decided to break that barrier back in 2008. Uh, My husband and I moved here in 2013 and I took over a major company out here in Cincinnati. They did not know I looked like Catherine (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Uh, That was very shocked. And I decided to come in and make a little diversity. And uh, I I shook the carpet and I said, no, this is how it's going to be. This is the way it is. And uh, I left there in 2016. I retired at the age of 46, taught high school. I wrote three programs for a high school, uh, technology, uh, building business and entrepreneurship. And the program still runs today. So it's going on six years old. And uh, and I opened my open my opened up my own transportation company, first black female here in the city of Cincinnati, and uh, doing very well. Now I'm working on my second company, and I'm looking to take over a contract here in Cincinnati. So that's pretty much about me. Um, I got my husband. I have seven children, ten grandchildren, and um, ride a motorcycle. Known for cancer. And uh, if I can step over, I'm the first black female on a Harley Davidson T-shirt, which is 11 total, based out of here in Cincinnati. So that's me. Damn. Okay, we, we, we got to rewind. There was a whole lot of firsts. I, I, <laughs> right. I don't even know where to start, but yeah, hey, we just want to thank y'all for joining the Hops and Stocks podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, jeez. Welcome to my world, man. Welcome to my world. Every time we talk, she just goes on and on. (laughs) But we we need that. That's good energy. I I love the passion every time we talk, Caddy. So yeah, and I I appreciate that. You know, you ain't shy about what you've accomplished and you let people know. Um, because you know, a lot of times they they want us to kind of be quote unquote humble. And yeah, I'm like, nah, man. You know, you 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 I think you mentioned three first. Right. Three first three first black woman to do things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take yes. it all the way back to your first first. I, I think you okay. said the first black woman something something with IS. I'm not familiar with IS is ISO security compliance where you do things okay. for the government that the common normal people cannot do, which means you have to have a lot of knowledge. I was in a room of fifty-one men and I was the only female and the first female to pass that exam. Wow. I think it was only six of us that passed, and I was number one. That's amazing. That's awesome. 
So, so talk talk to us a little bit about that experience. You said you were the only female in a room with 51 men. Just just talk about how how that experience was for you and, and how you had to navigate that experience, obviously being the only female in the room. Well, actually, unfortunately, I can't mention the company, but they are sure. a car maker. It's a major car maker that's in California. And uh, I had a boss who believed in me. And uh, every division was ran by men in the technology. And I told him, I have no idea what this means, but if you give me an opportunity, I'll prove it. So from, I think, November November the 20th, no, November the 17th uh, of 2025, I took over two divisions and I pretty much mastered their division within nine months. Mm. One, because someone said I couldn't do it. Number two is that I knew I had to drive it. Number three, I had to prove to them that women can. And I pretty much, I didn't open the door, nor did I use a combination, but I kicked the door open to tell women you can do it. It doesn't matter what what it is but i was pretty much well known across all of the motor industry as the kathy gray which is what my name is now uh but when people met me i didn't look like a Catherine gray so the way kathy came in is when i started working for the company where i i think i traveled from ohio not ohio uh denver dallas and ohio and uh california so i lived in the air pretty much three weeks out of the month and they paid for wherever I went, whatever I had to do. So if I showed up, it was not good for you because you never met me. Pretty much tap you on the shoulder, come with me. You probably was unemployed and would never work in IT again. So I was pretty much um, an, a, a cyber cop. That's what I actually did. So I carried two phones, two laptops, and a, a, a phone that, that didn't exist. So I'm going to let you read between that. Man. Yeah. That's number one. I, I like that we have a guest that that we gotta we gotta tread lightly, man. Because right, right, right. like, sure like the that. undertaker of uh tech, man. I'm you know, thinking I'm like, man, do we need to save this episode for Women's Month next month? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come <laughs> back. It doesn't matter. I'll come back. <laughs> what were these people doing? Like, what what would be something that you would have to see? You ask somebody on the question, shoulder, man. to mind your business. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you one thing. You guys can actually find on the internet. I actually started working for this certain company as an analyst for just not basic, just basic data. So knowing my mind was I'm curious, you know, I got a little curious. I used a certain ID and I was able to get into the company's file. I can write a check, cash a check, sign a check, mail a check and approve a check with one ID, which was a no, no. Company did not know they had a firewall that was wide open. So I just started playing, thinking, oh, this is crazy. I started running some scripts. I'm like, no, this couldn't be real. So um, long story short, I talked to my boss. I said, hey, we need to talk. And I said, no disrespect. I said, but I think you're going to fire me. And I hadn't even been there for 30 days. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, I just wrote myself a $3 million check and, and, and I got it. He said, well, what do you mean? I showed it to him. He said, how'd you do that? I said, because you guys don't have the proper firewalls. How did you do that? I said, I was just pecking and I got in. And um, come to find out, there was a gentleman that had been taking money. They, I think he had took over $300 million. And yes, it can be found. I will not tell you who, but he's still doing time with his friends. And I happened to find it. And have I ever seen the CIA, the FBI, the NIS, the NIA, all those in person? No, but that day I did. Well, no, the following day I did where they shut the whole division down. And when I say they came in and lifted up the whole department, they look, look, took the whole department and then I got promoted mm. because I found it was pretty much like a wormhole. 
I got in and I was like, you shouldn't be able to do this. And then I mastered what I did and I had no idea that I was that good, but they put it in front of me. I said, well, let me see what I can do. And and I went to it and like, boom. So, <laughs> so that's pretty much Sounds how it happened. Too. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yep. Blast, what was the second first? Um, the second first was I remember uh, the I remember the third first. I can't remember the second. Well, the second first was um, so you guys uh, let me let me tell you. Oh, I can actually say this one. So do you know when um you used to see the direct TV trucks and, and all the cable places, cars and parked everywhere? Mm-hmm. Remember, you used to see them at McDonald's, at the mall, just shopping, land, sleeping on the side of the road. Remember that? Yeah. Like I helped make the program to track them. They can't do it no more. So they hate me. Ah, okay. Oh, you hate me. That was a track. Uh, That's why you don't see them. That's why when they, they come to your house, they, they can't go get lunch without Kathy Gray on their ass. No. Nope. <laughs> it's like, well, we know. So what we did is we created a program called Click, and you can probably still find it. Click was able to tell me where you were, how long you was there, how long the job did. And it was a team of gentlemen. I said, no, you guys are not thinking. So I do something called the whiteboard. So we worked on a whiteboard and I showed them the process from start to finish. How long would it take this job? And they'll probably get three or four jobs a day. And they said, oh, well, it's going to take me longer. Well, actually, you can do six to seven jobs a day. Let me tell you why. And they pretty much hate me. And um, <laughs> I worked for, I did that, did that for DirecTV. Then I got bored. I just got bored. Then I started working with the aerospace. Um, and I can talk about this part. You guys remember when 9-11 hit? I was actually in Dallas, Texas, and that was my team that actually found those. So when you hear people make a statement that infrared, uh, you can't see through stuff, not true. So I'm over to 20 years. Uh, so that was my team that found those people. And I was locked down for three days in that building uh, that was located in another state that I can't mention. Uh and, it, and it's true. I'm going to let you read between the lines. Uh, we can see. We know. So a lot of those victims that were found, that was actually uh, my, uh, excava my excavate team that actually went in. So, yeah. Wow. I'll take a drink. <laughs> so, you your, so you can see through your walls. You got the, you got the technology at your house. See through your walls. Well, you know, <clears throat> let me tell you something. Have you guys ever paid hey, attention don't, don't to... Don't come to my house with that technology. <laughs> <laughs> You already know I know, so stop. So if you guys ever paid attention, and, and this is knowledge. It's already out there. It's how you say it, but I'm going to be black and white and transparent. I've already signed. I've passed my agreements. If you ever paid attention to the light that's on your DVD players or stuff like that, have you ever paid attention when you sign your new documentation? Read the fine print because they have a right to monitor you, but people sign it and don't know what they're reading. But it's legally. It's legal binding document where... In my home, this is what we do. We close off all of anything that has a camera, anything that has a light. We cover it up because why? We can see it. We developed that technology back in 1997. Does it exist? Yes, it does. Is it old news? It is to me. So scanning of stuff in the store, the barcodes, I'm telling my age. I also was the first female to help create that with a company called HEB, Henry E. Butts, out of, uh, we was out of South Carolina. So all that is is just letters that made into numbers. So please don't ask me. There's a lot of stuff I know I don't talk about. Uh, if I ever disappear for a couple of weeks because I'm doing something. And uh, Doug probably can tell you I disappeared a couple of times when I was going for a while. I think I was wow. going for a week. And I may get that phone call. I actually got a call in 2018. 
and um, the school. Matter of fact, the FBI came over to visit me and I'm like, what do they want? You know, my principal's like, guess what they're here for? I'm like, I don't know. They know who I am. What do you want? General said, well, we need to talk. I said, we'll talk about what? But I need to know how did this student score this high on an IS exam? And she, it was her first time. I said, because I was a teacher. I said, look me up. You know my ID. You know who I am. Well, we were just wondering. And so she actually now works for the works for the White House. So I teach people and teach the younger generation how you can get a job and not get in unemployed. I can go and work anywhere I want to. I don't have to start at the bottom because number one, not that I'm confident. Number two, not that I'm good. Number three is that because I know my stuff. That's all that matters. You don't have to know anything to get a job. You have to know something to make folks believe. And I'm good at it. Mm. Man. I don't see nobody coming knocking on my door because we talking to you. <laughs> right. I feel like I feel like I'm saying the wrong question. You asked the wrong question. Get, get Man, locked up. Yeah, right. yeah. I have a I have a relative that had told me a long time ago, was like, Yeah, I can I we can see you through your house. <laughs> it's like yeah. we, we can and this was many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's technology available. He was like, I can tell you exactly where you are in your house right now and what you're doing. I was just like, hey, man, that's weird. Is that body it's, heat? Like checking the body heat? Temperature they they do body, They actually do body heat. And it's also pulsation. So I'm going to give you guys a trick. And I don't know if you guys ever thought about that because I can't mention the name of the company. But <laughs> have you ever paid attention back in the day when we used to have hubcaps? Y'all remember hubcaps? Yeah. Do you know why they stopped Using hubcaps. So people in Dayton used to steal them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you from. You was probably it. Definitely had mine stolen. Well, because hubcaps was was is what they used to put foil in when you were speeding. Never thought about it. So mm-hmm. those guns on the top of that car, I cannot say, and the guns that they use uh, to clock you. My team, we built those guns. So. Friction. That's why they say when you're coming up on a cop, don't hit your brakes because it's gathered by friction. So when the foil is tied, so pay attention to these guys that got spinners. Pay attention to the spinners. There's a small piece of foil looped to there. They can fly and they'll never get it because the, the guns are actually made from friction. That's actually how they, I might be telling too much, but whatever. I haven't worked for no, them. In I the mean, none of us have uh, hubcaps, so it's not like we can speed. No, no, no. I'm talking about people that have spinners. On yeah. their car, anything that moves. So if you put a piece of foil on your rim, it's it, it throws the gun off. That's what it right. does. That's oh, the only thing. Done deal. I'm about to go <laughs> wrap some foil around the rim right now. <laughs> <laughs> Little Reynolds wrap. So, so not that I'm admitting, but <laughs> the Lord know I can I can do 14 hours and 12, and I'm 12 sometimes 13. But it's because that it's called it's really the friction, and people don't get it. So think about it. When they clock you, how can they clock you? You can pass a cop doing 85 and he'll never know your speed until you hit that break. Right. I've always heard that on the break. Yeah. I'd always heard that. Yeah. And, and that it's it's actually the infrared gun. So you can actually go and look. That's what they use. So we built that technology. We actually built it. And we I think that was back in 1997. Even the fingerprint. Uh, I was a part of the team that helped with that as well. So now you know his fingerprint and your eye scan. That's all to me. That's why nothing. That's why nothing shatters me at all. So you basically built all the things that don't allow us to have fun anymore. <laughs> no, I didn't build it. <laughs> I was a part of the technology, and um, there was a lady. Her name was Kelly. 
uh, can't say her last name. She actually got me a job because I was good at what I did because I used to support uh, Mac computers when they were the blocks. Y'all remember they were the, the cubes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to support the cubes and I was so good. I didn't understand why I was so smart, but it was because I wanted to know. And every job I was down probably what, a couple months, boom, I was promoted because I understood what the technology did. And they pulled me from there and I went and got a secret clearance. As a matter of fact, a top secret clearance, which I still hold today, that if they call me, I can just walk into any building. So going on a the base, they were like, I said, just scan my ID. And they were like, oh, I said, just tell me where to go. Uh, so I can say. So you like hidden figures? So you kind of like hidden figures a little bit? You can't, you can say that. I'm one of the youngest females that actually started the. Um, actually became the youngest scan coordinator ever in history. And that was with Henry E. Buston. I think I was 20 years old. I didn't know this. I was about to say, I don't even know if we're working. Because you never asked. I mean, but all the <laughs> talking you do, all the talking you do, I thought you would maybe share some of this information. <laughs> some things you don't talk about, but because I've passed my 20 years and a lot of the people that were my leaders are either probably no longer here but I get called every now and then on some questions, especially by DirecTV, which is AT&T, when they do the tracking software, like the company I have now, I actually help them with their tracking software. Something's wrong, I'm like, look, just pay me. And I charge $180 an hour, minimum eight hours. Even if I do two, I may only do four. So that's that's my minimum. So tell so us, those us are things about that I the, the new company that, that you're running now. Tell us about what it is you're currently doing. Okay. Um, when you're not, uh, you know, MI6 classified. Running Jacqueline, up Jacqueline Bauer from 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let me tell you about the first one I have. The first one I have is I work with adults with disabilities. Um, I've been doing this since I've been here for 10 years uh, where I provide them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I help them with their daily life showing them how to get back in society. Doug is very, he's very familiar. They live with me 24 by seven, just giving them a different part of life. So I've been doing that for 10 years. I started my own transportation company with the city where I only pick up child protective services students. You'll never know who we are. You'll never know when we pull up. You'll never know when we leave. My job is to pick them up at home and take them to school, take them from school, take them from home. There was a need in the city because they could no longer ride public transportation. And I was like, hmm, let me try that. Opened the company up spiritually seven years ago. 20, no, 2014 is when I opened the company up. No one would give me the time of day, but I kept knocking on that door saying, I can do this. I can do this. No one gave me an opportunity. And uh, when the pan when the plan planned pandemic happened, I said, okay, now I'm a strike. And when I struck, I struck hard. So my first three months of the company, I made $85,000 in three months. And uh, the city pays roughly the people 11 and $12. I start you at 15, 16. Next year, I'm going to try to get the much bigger contract. I'm moving people up to $25 an hour. You may work two hours. I pay you for four regardless. And, and I believe God has just opened the door and blessed me. Now, next month, I will be opening up my adult disability center for uh, adults with disabilities. And I'm teaching them technology. How to use technology. Rayvon and Eddie are the two that lives with me. They can now use a computer, which people said they could not do. They could not write. Now they can. And that's what I teach. Oh. So that that's called We Are Here. So We Are Here is going to be based out of Blue Ash, and uh, which is where my other company is also based out of Blue Ash. And that's all I do. And I'm hiring people that want to help people with disabilities. That's good yep. work. 
We ain't going to even touch that pandemic statement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, hey, it, hey, I believe, I believe the Lord allowed things to happen to push us into things that we should be in. Because I told the school even before I opened it that I was quitting in 2019. I said I quit. I told him in March. Oh, you're not going to quit. Watch me, because I was just that good. I said y'all, y'all, y'all just boring. And uh, and I quit. Hadn't even started my company, but I had enough faith to believe that it was going to happen, and it did. And I and I told them you're going to let me in. So I did this number on the people that was interviewing me. All they heard was my voice, and I was excited. Then after I signed the contract, that's when I figured out what it looked like. Too late. Too late. I got it. So, Kathy, tell tell uh, our audience on how you expanded your transportation into, uh, I don't know if you ever, did you talk about that already? How you expanded it into Texas? How you have no. a, a branch in Texas? Um, so, my first year in the company, uh, I started in 2020, uh, well, 2019. And I, and I knew that they were in other states. And the gentleman that I was working with, I ride motorcycles. I ride Harleys. And uh, and we just got to talking. And I said, hey, I want to try other states. He said, what do you mean? I said, don't y'all do this in other states? He said, yeah. I said, well, I want to do it. And he told me uh, where you want to go. I said, where are you located? So I have a goddaughter. And my son was based out of Maryland. And I just hopped in my car, went up there for a week, told him I'm going to do it. And I got employees in Maryland. And then I said, I want to do Texas. So I did Texas and Maryland together. And as of three weeks ago, I've taken, as this is new to you, Doug, I've taken over Louisiana. So, yep, doing Louisiana. So that was kind of new to me. So I'm going to be gone for probably three weeks because I got to go scale the area, look for the people. I think the pay rate down there is like $12. I'm offering them like 17, 18 because it's good money. All you have to do is have a clean background, can urinate in a cup and it's clean, uh, uh, drive your own vehicle. I pay your insurance. Uh, I actually pay, uh, pay you for your mileage. Pretty much. I got people making almost what? $2,100 every two weeks, easy money doing this doing this doing and we do have a follow-up but go ahead e. i think you had a question <laughs> no nah, i i'm i'm just are I you got, okay he's like what <laughs> it's, it's so much information i'm just trying to process everything seriously like it's like you, you know, have to believe in yourself whatever yeah, you, you want to do yeah for sure uh, well, well and also i want to let you guys know this weekend i'm going to be with raquel uh the bougie banker she's one of the youngest millionaires ever i think she's like 33 I'm on a platform at the Breakthrough, Breakthrough Conference. So this is my fourth event over the last five months. So I'm traveling. And if you guys allow me to share my screen, I want to show you something really quick. Yeah, do uh, it. Let yeah. me show, share my screen with you real quick. And that's and twice in two weeks that we've had someone take we over. Know. Yeah, when we know when people are serious, when they start sharing their screen. Yeah, so if you guys can see this, that's my new book. It's called oh, the, okay. 20, the 28 Days of Me. And basically what it is, is, is who the Kathy Gray is, what I've done, how I've done it, giving you inspiration. And this book is a prelude to um, The Child by the Lake. So um, Doug may not be aware, but my mother committed suicide. So I run a show every other week talking about why suicide is important and why people do it and why we need to be aware. So and this is the one that I'm here for this weekend. So the breakthrough experience, as you see, if you, as you can see, we are doing something different and we're now going to travel and it's going to be us. 
And, and I'm going to basically tell people how to launch that business, how to take over, how to make sure they understand that you are who you are and whatever you want in life, it's yours. Just keep knocking on the door. Get the right people in your corner. Corner. Stop telling people, well, I'm not for sure. I don't believe in that. So what I do is I go in and I show you how to do it because I, I thank God, knock on wood, I haven't made any mistakes. I believe in everything that I do. Uh, my husband's actually launching a company. So we're going we're just going to totally work for ourselves, quit all nine to fives and prove to people it's possible. You know, it's possible. The word says all things are possible with Christ and you believe. And I've worked, retired at the age of 46, doing very well, doing very well. And the only way I'm able to do it is because I believed in who I was. I took it, I grabbed it by the horn and I kept running. And I cannot say it enough. Do not jump out in a business. Do not jump out and say, well, I think I'm, no, it doesn't work that, it doesn't work that way. Save your coins, use their money to fund your money. That's important. Use their money to fund your money. Oh, trust me. Yes. Where does, where would you say your passion comes from? Cause you're very passionate about everything you've done. Like, well, uh, it may get me a little emotional. Uh, my passion came came from being homeless when my kid's father left me i was homeless with three babies wow. nobody believed in me nobody gave me a chance i had to still defeat my kids and i'm still honest about it and i hid it from my children my son told me about a year ago he said mommy i remember when we was homeless i said no he wasn't he's mommy i remember and i thought i hid it but i told myself no one will help me but i'm going to get up and i promise god if you get me up I will never turn my back on you and I'm going to give. And that's what I've spent my time doing. Doug can tell you, I'm always traveling back and forth to Columbus, feeding and teaching children uh, uh, two and a half hours there, two and a half hours back, teaching Bible study, telling them how to open business. I did that for almost three years. People thought I was crazy. I said, I don't know why I'm doing it, but God told me to do it. Gabriel Day, if you know who Gabriel Day is, he was young, one of the young men that I helped mentor. He's now a big time rap artist. People told me I was crazy, but I do things that are uncomfortable. And my passion came from struggling. A mother who lost her mind. My mom spent her last four years of her life trying to take mine from suffocating me, drowning me, and I got away. Uh, stabbing me, I got away. And the last time she tried to shoot me, and it was nobody but God. So that's why my new book after this one is called Child by the Lake. I watched my mother die. And I said, I will never, ever turn my back on anyone. And that's why our mental health is very important. You've got to talk about what's in that thing. Doug, remember my son committed suicide, what, seven years ago. I almost lost it and I got angry with God. How is it that I'm a pastor and you let my son kill himself? And I locked myself in my house for 30 days. I said, I'm not coming out until you talk to me. God said, I allowed one because it could have been four. And I never understood what that meant. My grandkids was with my son hours prior. He dropped them out, then he killed himself. And I understood what that four meant. And I was okay with it. I was okay. Because you never know what God is doing. You gotta be prepared to walk where it's uncomfortable. And I like being uncomfortable because it's gonna make me understand. 
That's where my passion is, showing people it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to say I, I struggle. It's okay to say I failed, but don't stay there. I did not stay there. And my kid's father decided to be gay, but I didn't stay there. I did not hate him. I did not detest him. I helped him. I gave him back child support, $838 a month I gave back. My husband, like Thomas was like, why would you do that? I said, because I don't need it. Do you not believe, do you not know God blessed me? And I had to bury my kid's father four years ago. That's what my passion is. I'm going to give back because if you learn to give, God's going to give back to you. And that's my peace. Wow. Man, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because right. I, what, we get this so many times in our show where, you know, we have our guests on and they're so strong and powerful and successful that you, you, you might get the wrong impression and think that, you know, this person has always been that way. And if he wouldn't have asked that question about where your passion comes from, we never would have gotten your journey. We just would have gotten, you know, Kathy, the Kathy Gray. And it took a lot to get to the Kathy Gray. And I'm glad that you shared that with us. Yeah. And Kathy, I, I really appreciate you being vulnerable because you really, you know, you <clears> share <throat> some things, you share a lot of vulnerabilities. And I'm I'm just wondering when you speak, when you do your when when you're doing your circuit, is it are these some things that you share with the audience or what are some things that you you hit as you go around and, and, and speak? I know you didn't uh, just crop your face into that picture uh, of that of that flyer, did you? <laughs> what? That 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 flyer? You just just didn't crop your face right there on that on that flyer, did you? Uh, are you Matter saying, fact, are you you, saying that she just popped her face in there and she ain't she ain't invited? Is that no, I'm just saying. <laughs> your, your face yeah, looks yeah. like it's all by itself a little bit. <laughs> Hold on, we, we gotta pull, Can we pull it up again? You sure can. You you want to see the one of my book? Is that it? No, nah, I think he's talking about the the conference that you're speaking at. Oh no, that's um. Let me show you that conference. Actually, is they actually pulled that, and I'm shocked. They pulled that from. Let me do this. They pulled that from when Doug first met me. Can you guys see that? That's when my hair was short. Right. This is this is pandemic growth. I've never had long hair. I, I've does, never had no I gotta hair. say, it does look a little questionable now that Doug, Doug. <laughs> in. I'm just playing. I I just try to lighten it up a little bit because you 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 get you got deep on this, so I just want to make sure. But we... but but this this is because I'm doing filming, I'm doing a biker show, so I have to go straight. Yeah. Uh this is what I look like. I'm normally curly, um, and I just wash and go, kind of like my brother-in-law's hair is is curly, but that's what I'm like. So this is going to be people's first time seeing me actually with straight hair. I don't wear straight hair. Yeah, let's talk about this, this bike life that you got going on. Tell us about that. <laughs> um, My husband went and got a motorcycle in 2008. I rode behind him and he was like, he made me nervous because he was like trying to hug me and been showing off. I'm like, let me off. I'm getting my own. <laughs> Get my own. And he was like, no, babe. I'm like, and I, I didn't have a license, didn't have anything. And uh, we actually went to a place in California, went to go buy the bike and I actually want to pay cash for it. And the, the people, because of the color of my skin, they could, that we was dressed in, I had on some blue jeans, a ripped shirt, you know how the style is. And I don't hat on backwards. 
didn't want to wait on me. And I was very offended and I cried uh, because I didn't think that existed in California. Went to another dealership and uh, became friends with the Bartels. So if any of you guys decide to buy a motorcycle, two major dealerships know me personally and I know the owners. And, uh, and I told them that wanted that bike. They said, how you gonna get it home? I said, my husband's gonna ride it. I didn't have license. Got it home, I looked at it and I'm like, well, girl, what you gonna do? I enrolled in the class and I started riding a week later and I did 7,000 miles in four days. Last, right. what, last year, sure right. did. All right, she she'll she'll just roll down to Florida <laughs> on the whim. <laughs> she she had to she had it all mapped out where, where she was gonna go and where she was staying. I'm like, golly. Yep. I well, think that was just a weekend. Yep. yep. Huh? You got a street glide or a road glide? Oh, I'm actually have a street glide. Now I'm actually getting ready to get the road glide. Matter of fact, I just took my bike up and told them I want a new one. They said, Kathy, you just bought it. I want a new bike. So they're looking for the one that I want. So um, I, I promised myself. Uh, this be, huh? Will this be your third bike? Oh, this would be my fifth bike. Oh shoot! Okay, I just I remember two of them. Yeah, you were, well. You didn't see my you didn't see my other two blacks in California when I came here. I had the red one. Mm. Now I got the blue one. Now I'm gonna get. I want another blue one. If not, I'm gonna blacked out. So this bike here is 893 miles, uh, 893 pounds dry. The next one is gonna be 940 dry. So. It's a little bit, the fairing is much bigger. Uh, so I'm going I'm to I'm duke it out like I always do. But I made everybody a promise that I'm riding for childhood cancer. And uh, I'm going to put 10,000 miles on my bike every year. So I put 31,000 two years on that one bike. So here we go. I want another one. And I, and I actually ride. I ask people to give me a penny a mile. So I raised 9,000 my first year, 7,000 this following year. No, 7,000 and 9,000. So I ride for childhood cancer. That's awesome. Yep. Tell us about um. I'm, I remember we used to talk extensively about <coughs> um, Coinbase and crypto. How's how's that space for you? Well, you know what, honestly, same as, same as everybody else. Same, yeah, same as everybody else. But I'm definitely in. Um, I think I shared one with you, Doug. The Mulan. I had a dream about it. People told me I was crazy. Uh, it's a stock. It's M U L M U L N. I had a dream about it and people did not believe me. I bought transparency, I think 1500 shares. I make $300 in two days off of it. Uh, another one I had a dream about, everybody know about the Q's. Everybody know about, I don't know if y'all paid attention to Ride, R-I-D-E. It's the Lordstrom's Motors. I need you guys to go and get it. So what I do is I buy baby stocks and I pay off everything with my baby stocks. Uh, I'm definitely a big player. I think the biggest one I had was Tesla, Amazon, and Apple. Uh, I lost uh, two years ago at Apple. I lost fourteen thousand in two days, and it took Ooh. me about four months to get it back. I wasn't afraid to play. You, you okay? He said, "Whoa." No, <laughs> yeah, that fourteen thousand. Yeah, I lost fourteen. That, that hurt. That hurt me, <laughs> and I ain't even losing. <laughs> right. I thought you had the Holy Ghost. You quicken for a second. No, no, that was the 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 hurt ghost right there. Well, no, it was. I was actually learning how, and I didn't. I wasn't really good at calls. I didn't know, and the person that was teaching me how to do calls, I didn't. I didn't grasp what they were saying, and I, I found out they didn't really know. I said, "Okay, let me figure this out." So I taught it to myself. Yeah. Uh, so I play. I actually play calls. I don't do puts because 
I don't feel the put thing in my life, but I do feel the call. So if you guys got DraftKings, I, I actually had a couple of, uh, I actually made about two grand yesterday off of DraftKings over the weekend. That was that. Uh, I'm definitely into, I want to get you guys to get a lot of um, uh, electric stock like the EVGO. Buy those batteries and hold them. So if I give you that and also Man, you, you getting all you getting all this down, E? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got the uh, is the M U L N? Is that Mullen Automotive? Mullen, Mullen yeah. Mullen Ride is Lordstown Motors, and you said EVGO. Yep, EVGO. Those are ones that I bought a lot of, and I actually got I actually got Mulan at seventeen cents. Okay, yeah, people, it looks like it's about old. a quarter right now. Yeah, yeah. People say, "Oh, that's just little stocks." Let me tell you something. You can buy almost 2,000 stocks, hold them. I actually bought LAD at when LAD was $9. I ended up capping in three years. I made $31,000 off of LAD and I had 280 80 shares of it. So LAD was a stock that one of my good friends gave to me. It was like $9, made up $323. So people got to understand don't buy it to spend it, you buy it and hold it. So if I buy thousands of stocks, I buy them and just leave them. You know, uh, I actually got SNDL when it was when it was like what twenty one cents. It made it up to four something. Snatch that bag, pay it off a few credit cards, paid off a truck. It, just think about it. Don't look at the price of something because it's a penny stock. Look at the long term of it. And I'm telling everybody now: buy a lot of uh, electric. Uh, Doug, you did pay attention over here by my house. Um, Tesla's over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you, are you over by Forest Park? It's like a collision. Yeah. A collision. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. They're they're yeah. there. Also, they got charge points. EVGO is over here, and also EVGO is also by the school. So pay attention. What they're doing is they pulling away from all of the gasoline, and people are missing it. So you need to buy low and hold it. Just buy it and hold it because for them to put that many charging stations in this area, there is over at, um, what is that? Myers. They got one, two, three, Man, four. Man, Myers got so many. Eight, 12. They got 12. Yeah. If you pay attention, they sparched off the back end of that parking lot. Did you pay attention to that? Oh, well, I, 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 I work uh, in Walnut Hills and I go to the Meyer, uh, I guess it would be in Oakley. And every time mm -hmm. I pull up, I mean, they, they have a row for the Teslas and then they got a whole nother row, you know, for everybody else. And I mean, you just see cats sitting in there charging every time. Well, I they're doing the, there. Yeah, they're doing they're working on the supercharger uh, battery now. That's what I'm telling you guys. Buy the battery, buy the battery and hold it. Buy and hold. Uh, EVGO. I'm sorry. The battery is EVGO. Yep. Okay. You want to buy anything dealing with batteries because remember when they started talking about marijuana and then they stopped talking about it. They talked about the battery. Then they stopped talking about it. When they stopped talking about it, that's the clear time when you go and buy it because the minute Warren Buffetton and all of them started talking about it, you late. You late. I'm getting killed on my weed stocks. So somebody need to start smoking something or buying. So, so, okay. What weed stocks you got? I have, I got Neo. I got uh, CNN, Mulan. I mean, Alt. I have CRON, CGC, SNDL, TNPX. I got quite a few of them that I hold, but I bought the small ones and I buy like a thousand of them. 
Because if you buy a thousand, that's only two hundred dollars, less than two hundred dollars. Yeah, I um, there was an oil stock during um Corona that I made good money on. Like it, I bought it. I was buying which like, one? It was. I don't think it. It started with an O. I don't think it was Oxy. It was something that was like going. Neo, you sure one Neo or Boyle? No, nah, it's it's for sure. It started with an O. Me and my um, me and one of my homeboys. He called me and told me about it, and literally, I was just trading it like almost every day because it would just spike up real quick and, mm -hmm. then sell it, and it would drop and I would just keep getting in and out of it. Um, yeah. Kathy, when you said uh, DraftKings, uh, are you talking about the stock or are you out there yep. betting on games? I'm talking about the stock, baby. Okay, see, I thought I, she was, I thought I she was betting on games for a second. I was like, is, Kathy, about, yeah, so what's I was like, is she, the is she on the over or the under on the All-Star game? Yeah, we oh, you ain't, I ain't gonna prophesy. I don't. I don't bet on that. I play the stocks. That's what I do. I, I got you. I was messing with you. No, I actually, I actually closed the call today. I paid, I paid thirty one dollars for, it and I made two hundred fifty four dollars off that one call. I'm mad because I should have got all ten. Like I started messing with myself. Yeah, well, after this podcast, Kathy, I think you need to start a group text with all of us and right. just let us let us know all your moves so we can just hop in. But you know what? I, I go off of what I dream and people think I'm crazy when I told them, oh, that's you're playing in the mud. Let me play in the mud. So when I be <laughs> telling my friends, say, look, how much mud is this, baby? How much mud? And and I just I just go for it. Let me tell you another one um, that you guys need to get in the hole. You want to try to go all the way back to. Is this Kronos? I got Kronos. Don't get that one because I'm trying to watch him. Uh, Audit alliances are known. I, I don't know why I dreamed that, but it's a part of the data centers. So there is one in Las Vegas, Henderson, which is I know we built. And I something's going on and ain't nobody talking about it. When people don't talk about something, that's what you want to go look at. That's what you want to go look at. And that's how I made my money. I think last year, I probably closed out about $18,000 in stock money. Positive. Hmm. Positive. I I got SNDL. I'm getting killed on it. Yeah, well, that's, uh, well, work, let me ask you a question. SNDL? Let me ask you a question. What did you buy SNDL at? I got an SNDL at... Uh, I'm trying to get back to the screen. Where did I get in at? Uh, if you click it, open it up, and scroll down and show your position, it'll say shares at average cost. I'm trying to... I think I'm on the wrong screen for it. Who you use? Fidelity. Fidelity. Yeah, you scroll all the way to the right, click those pods, and go down. I got all four. I got four things. Let me go back. I, oh, damn it. I closed it. But, but, but stuff like that, you need to put over into Robinhood. That's what you need to do. You put that stuff over into Robinhood. Because. Yeah. So SNDL right now is $199. I yeah, need I'm, to find out what he bought it that, at. Uh, during COVID. I remember y'all telling me about SNDL. Yeah, SNDL climbed up. Okay, yeah, I got. I bought into SNDL at yeah, I was at like seventeen. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> Hold on. If you had seventeen dollars, put your head up here so I can hit you. <laughs> Has it ever made I, it up to seventeen dollars? I was. This was because I bought it a long time ago. Okay, oh, listen to what I'm saying. So that Sundown. means you're really upside down. Okay. 
that that means you really upside down. SNDL ain't going back to that no time soon. SNDL, which says maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing because you got to hold it. You got to hold on to that, man. <laughs> Not at seventeen dollars. He needs to dump it. You got to. You got to hold it. You got to ride. You got to ride that out. You got to ride it. I don't sell nothing. Your kids. So might so make so so. Let ready. me tell you one thing you should do. Um, e <laughs> is that you need to make sure if you got it in the Robin Hood. I buy all my pennies in Robin Hood. And I'm telling you, Robin Hood is my prostitute on the side because she brings me money every single day. <laughs> you buy it over there because that's where you keep your pennies. If you got it at 17, <laughs> I'm going to beat you. This is you when it was booming. This is like, this is old. Like, I don't sell nothing. I just hold it until, because it ain't a loss until you sell it. Right. Well, that, well, you can't gain it back until you sell it. $17. This, but I, I I don't know where I would go to see how long I've had it, but I've had this for probably it, it should yeah, it should be on your drowning. screen. He's drowning in that CDL. <laughs> it's a, like overall, it only has me down like two hundred and thirty eight dollars. Like it's not. I mean, just real money. Let me get you two fifty. Sell it. All right, you send me two fifty. I'll sell it right now. <laughs> hey, e, lean, on, in, lean into the camera, E, so she can smack you. Lean in. I want to see. Come on, come on. Go ahead. <laughs> You only got twenty nine dollars worth, boy. No, nah, that's what it says. That's it says most re my <laughs> most my most recent value. Like that's what my hey. twenty nine dollars. So yeah, let me now, tell you, I never seen a guest be so disappointed a, in you. E. It said a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> so if it said a dollar ninety nine, right sure. now. I'll never right show how many shares I got. I'll never, that, that, you know I'll never show That means I need to buy more to bring my average cost down. <laughs> oh, you got to buy a gang of more. <laughs> that means I only got what I got. I, like I said, I bought it when it was Essence. This is when, this is probably like two years ago when we. You're when right. You're right. You're right. And I bought yeah. it back then and it was going up because they were buying Tilray. They bought Tilray. I bought yeah. Sunday. I yep. got hurt. I we got hurt. we all got Tilray. Yeah, see, I didn't buy Tilray. I, I went and bought Sundell, and I was up on it for like a long time. And then the <laughs> market just crashed. She said, she said, stop smoking that Sundell, man. Get off that <laughs> And Tilray is what, 285? I got Tilray when it went all the way up to 14. But see, and, and it's still sitting at a hole. So, no, so yeah, you. I, I you haven't need... touched my Tilray. I'm just going to ride it out. That's what I'm saying. If I ain't selling, I ain't no, it ain't a loss to I sell it. <laughs> like, and I'm not gonna sell it. I'm just gonna wait till people oh, actually. Oh Lord, I'm I gonna think, give you I some think money. She still wants to smack you. Either. I know. I if, she, if she gonna pay me to cash this out, then it's good as sold. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm the same way first... about uh, Beyond Meat. Y'all have Beyond Meat. I don't yeah, have... I used to. I did Beyond, I got Beyond meat. meat when it was yeah, low. Beyond I Meat, good money off of it. Beyond Meat is good, um, but I believe you should hold it because. If you pay attention to what Home Depot, Lowe's, and these uh, farmers are doing, they're all going natural. Because in my backyard, I got a huge garden behind this wall. And I'm building a garden here for Forest Park. But Beyond Meat is definitely going to be good because a lot of people are trying to come away from it. Like coconuts. People are starting to eat more coconuts. Like fresh eggs. Nobody's buying eggs from the store now. So I actually get my eggs from the lady who owns the Harley dealership because she got uh yard chickens and I get my cartons of eggs from her. Which, so, which Harley dealership do you go to? Uh if you want to go buy one, you tell them Kathy Kathy Gray sent you the Kathy Gray, and that's powder keg out in Mason, Ohio. 
Let me tell you up on CPRX. I ain't looked at this in a while. This is up 230. Oh, oh hold CPRX. on. CPRX. Let me see. CPRX. I bought it at like $4. It's at uh it's at like $15. $15? Oh, that's good. Yes, yeah, she grew. She do she did really well. Well, yeah, maybe that'll balance you out. Yeah, that's that's all it is. My I overall, mean, that's that's the game though. Portfolio, overall, my portfolio was up. Now it's not extremely up, but I'm not I'm not losing overall. Kathy has but, but, jokes for you. She said that would balance. No, man, I'm about, to, I'm about to sell her this. Hey, uh, I'm gonna sell her this winning, now. She's glad you went in somewhere. But you know what? Let me tell you something. You got to get somebody to buy it. But I suggest. Even though you in, I got Weeble account, I got a Trade America, I got E-Trade, uh, and I have a Robinhood. Robinhood is my play money. All my money, my real money is in my E-Trade account and then Ameritrade account. That's for my real stuff, which means I'm laying on it. It's going to stay there until Jesus comes. Those are my big time stocks. That's where my big money is. Mm. But I don't have to watch it. But my play money are all these smaller ones where I make good money. That's how I travel. Jesus is gonna That's be sad. Jesus is gonna this. be sad that you bought that weed stock. He's gonna, <laughs> gonna have some questions about that. Earth, the good Lord made it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's actually going to be a thing. So if you guys pay attention, uh, what happened? I think it was October of twenty-two, October of twenty-one, when they started talking about all the weed stock. Remember when it just shot up and then all of a sudden went away? Yeah. Uh, and they all said crypto. Uh, you guys need to buy these NFTs, buy them. I kept telling everybody, don't, this squirrel. I said, don't. And everybody told, oh, you crazy. All them people lost their money. Mm, I put $100 I in, and in, 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 I call it Cryptonic. And Cryptonic, when it was low, snatched it, took my money out and quit. I'm like, I told y'all it wasn't going no higher. And it's not. Well, my, uh, my crypto is actually going up. I mean, it's doing a lot better than it was a couple of months ago. What do you got? Ethereum? I got XLM. I got um Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, second Bitcoin. Uh, well, see if you got if you got it when it was like point zero 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 point one, you you doing good. Anything below five, you good. Everybody that got it when it was like 18, 19 cent, y'all still struggling. Ethereum, XRP, Bitcoin Cash, like yep, yep, I got XRP. Ethereum is also good because they say still mining. I, I do have that. Yeah. Bitcoin, and again, so, big, and Bitcoin again, I, yeah. And again, I play that on my Robinhood side. That's where my play money is. That's where the money I don't care. I ain't got to log in. I know I'm going to make money, especially off the weed stop. <laughs> <laughs> we, definitely, we definitely got to get you back on the show, Kathy. I'm sorry. Hey. Nah, not don't be. Oh nah, yeah, no, nah, this, this was excellent. Yeah, uh, this was you. This you was you got so much to share. You know, it feels like we just kind of touching the surface. Touching the surface, and we, you know, what I'm saying we don't we don't want to shortchange any of the listeners just by like flying through stuff. But you have a lot of information. Um, and like I said, that 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 last little segment, I'm kind of glad Doug got us out of it. So I was like, man, my eyes is about to start leaking on the podcast, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, like hey, we got a rule, Kathy. No crying on the podcast, you know. But nah, I, real talk, like that was that was powerful, man. Just to yeah, just to to hear, you know. And I didn't honestly, I didn't expect that response when I said, "Where'd you get your passion from?" It was just an honest question because you are very passionate about you know everything that you've done and the things that you're doing and your um 
I'm saying like your current businesses, your, your, your past career experiences, like that's awesome. Um, so I want to thank you for, you know, being vulnerable on our, on our show, on our platform. Um, I'm sure whoever listens to it will, will definitely get something out of it. Thank you. I guess I well, should have had you on a you. long time ago, Kathy. I guess what? I guess I should have had you on uh, season one. You know we don't get along, Doug. So quit playing. <laughs> it's it's a running joke. It's a running joke. When when we first moved here, we would always say we didn't like each other. The kids would just look at us like, you know, saying like we fight, and they were like, to and my niece could we couldn't call me Aunt Kathy. She called me Aunt Kathy, and she was like, Aunt Kathy, why are you and my daddy fight? I said because I don't like him. <laughs> he ain't my friend, and and, and, and you know oh, we would just do things. But uh, it's it's our running joke. God knows I love my brother-in-law, but you know you never oh, know someone's story. You never know someone's story until you send because yeah, it, it, that's more behind the smile. You know, even when my husband had his surgery and that they lost him on the table when he had that back surgery done, and they lost him on the table. I said, all, all I know is he came up in here. I said, call security because I'm ripping this whole place apart. They came in and looked at me. I said, please not today. I am an angry black woman. Get my husband back. Cause they couldn't wake him up, and uh, and and security was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. They walked off and left all the doctors and nurses with me. I said, you got five minutes. Get him up. Get him up. And uh, that's when I realized that life was different for me because I watched my husband pass, and I was scared. And uh, Doug, remember when he had the seizure and everything? All that stuff came behind that. And then I knew that I was going to be dangerous. I was going to be a dangerous person to be reckoned with because I became passionate about everything my life, my family, my children. And then we're a blended family. So I, I, I just, I love life what it is. And the and, and only thing I can tell you guys, you got to learn to give. That's how you get it back. You know, I'm traveling. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be on some more TV shows. I got, I had Survivor chasing me, Big Brother, my husband tripping. Oh, you're going to be gone long. I'm like, boy, this is $100,000. So all these people <laughs> have asked me to come. And I'm like, nah. Kathy, they would kick you off of Survivor so quick. And no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Because you know I'm scared of bugs, you'll be first, you'll You be know first I'm scared of bugs. You'll be the first kicked off of both those <laughs> Kathy, no, your time has come to an end. No, no, like Your fire is out, Kathy. <laughs> I'm just playing. Well, think hey, about it. Every show, every show that I've been on, I've won. You think know what? It. You were on... Um, Let's make a deal first. Yeah, make a deal. Yeah, you were on. Let's yeah. make a deal. And and I and, and Wayne Brady, During Wayne COVID. Brady said to me, "We're gonna see more of you." And then all of a sudden, my phone started ringing. I got another game show I'm about to be on. Well, it's not a game show. I can't say what it is, but I've been interviewed by four producers, and now they want me to do this and do this. That's why my hair is straight. Then I gotta put it back curly. I'm like, y'all figured out. Jay Leno actually right. called me himself, and uh, because I was supposed to shoot August. And and uh, they changed the September. I said, I ain't coming. That's they when say, you lose me, Kathy. Like this, is, this is when you lose me. This is when we start arguing. <laughs> Whatever. And Talk I about told... Jay Lindo called you. This is when we, this, this is when I'll say, no, nah, that's boo. That's boo. No, <laughs> Thomas will tell you, because you knew that I was on that show. Uh, uh, what was the name of his show? His new show he's doing. Um, and, and I said, I'm not going. You know he got sick, though. You know he's, he, he, he's coming out of a, a bad... I guess yeah. I he had a seizure or a coma or something. He was yeah. in. He got burned yeah. out. He yeah, fire. Messing with his his cars or something like that. In his garage. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I actually got a chance. Uh, you bet your life. That was it. And I was arguing with the producer. I'm like, I'm not coming because you changed my time. My, my, he, I said, no, Jay going to have to call me himself. I said, tell him about the love ride. Talk to him about the young lady led his 400 ride love ride. And he remembered it was me. Guess what? I won. And he called me. I'm like, I ain't going. I said, well, <laughs> if I leave, I'm going to leave on Sunday and I'll be back on Monday. And they put me in an A1 hotel uh, uh, out the Hilton and flew me out and flew me back. And I was the first tape, got right back on the plane. And guess what? Mine hit so many views because uh, when I say, you want to take this ride with me? They played that commercial for about six months. Really? Even CBS played uh, Wayne Brady for almost a year. I'm like, what? And he said, we're going to see more of you. And then the phone calls kept coming. Well, make sure you tell people that you was on the hops and stocks. Team. Right, exactly. Uh, that's why I was asking, wh where can I send it? Doug said, it's not live. Because I got all the people that's on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the Twitterations, they wanted to hear it tonight. <laughs> I'm going to let them know. Well, yeah. when, when we post it uh, next week, um, you, you'll be able to point them to it. You point it. You know what I'm saying? I expect this to be our highest viewed episode because you're gonna promote the heck out of it. Yeah, you better you better <laughs> tell Jay Leno too. Yeah, Jay Leno better sign in and follow the Hops and Stocks podcast. Um, hey, Kathy, tell um tell everybody what you're working on. I know you said your two books. Anything you want to promote and get out there real quick before we sign off? Yeah, I need everybody to go to my website. It's called thekathygray.com. That's T H E E. Kathy Gray, G R A Y dot com, where you'll be able to see my book. It launches this weekend. I will be at the Breakthrough Conference in Hot Atlanta, which is Buckhead, in Atlanta, Georgia, February 24th, 25th, and 26th. However, you will get a 30 minute interview with me. I'll walk you through any process of your business, show you how to launch that business from start to finish. If you purchase my book today, you get 15% off, and the book is $17.99. And it's called The Kathy Gray. The 28 Days of Me talks about how to be inspirational, how to push, and how to understand you as a person. I do this quite often because I want to remind people you are the strongest you that will ever be. No matter what, if you fall now, you have another opportunity to get up. Yesterday's gone. You get to start over. Same palette start over and the only way you can make it is hanging out with me again i'm your girl d kathy gray as i always say if no one told you the day they love you guess what i love you and i really do mean to be blessed take care of yourself and guess what guys thank you so much and, and we yeah, that was perfect that's a wrap man yeah that's, that's a, wrap. a commercial we don't have to we don't have to uh, do the commercial <laughs> that's a wrap <laughs> I, i'm not i'm seriously i'm not saying nothing else it, we out of here all right <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. It. You guys take care. Have a good one. Shell of a man if we ever depart from our heart to our ride with you. I'm ride with you.